1: the Satellite Sisters. Welcome to the show. It is Sunday the 22nd of January. Uh, I'm Liz Dolan. I'm in Santa Monica, California. I'm joined on the line with three of my sisters. Julie is at some ranch somewhere in the middle of nowhere. She, she, she's not, She was, you know, texting from there on Friday, but she's not going to be able to join us today. But we have Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California.
2: Liz, happy to be here today. Okay. And I'm risking it. I'm out of the closet. Oh, So, if you see, if you hear people yelling or dogs barking, that's why.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Sheila Dolan, you're in South Pasadena.
0: A very good distinction, Liz. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Hailing from South Pass.
1: <laughs> and Monica Dolan in Portland, Oregon. Welcome <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Well, obviously, we should start with the number one news story of the week, the announcement of the uh, Heidi Klum and Seal divorce. Uh, <sighs> can you?
0: Oh. You hadn't heard that, Sheila? Ouch! I just heard that just now. I, I, I mean, what is this world coming to? I, uh... That's the most depressing news of all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really get the political debates. I mean, that's, no, that's I know. That? This is the end of the world. <laughs> How could they have gotten divorced? I, I, I just think
1: if Heidi and Seal can't make it, there's not much hope for any of the rest of us. I, I don't know. There was just Didn't they, like, celebrate, like, renew their vows every single year? And yes. They just, yes. I mean, they just seemed like they were really working it. And uh, I don't know. I I just saw the headline yesterday. I'm assuming it's true. I guess we don't really know. I don't know that it was a statement from either Heidi or Seal. But that's just what, this is one of these celebrity divorces that, honestly, honestly does make me sad. It, does, yeah. it, does, it, does, it doesn't happen very often that I care one way or another. But Heidi and Seal, I was really rooting
2: for you. And how are they possibly going to find better looking partners? I like, what are they <laughs> moving on to? I know. That's <laughs> <Heidi>. <laughs> Seal, how do you top Heidi Klum? How- right. <laughs> I mean, Padma, Lakshmi, that's it. I mean, where else are you going? You're going nowhere.
1: No, I know. It's all downhill from here for both of them. So that that makes it even more more sad. So uh, we're sorry to hear about that. You know, last year, I think I told you guys, the night of the Emmy Awards last September in Los Angeles, because I work for a television network now, I was at an after party. And Heidi and Seal walked in together. And this was after, like, some of the most famous people in the room, or some of the most famous people in the world had already entered the room. And people were, like, totally blasé as, you know, it was like the whole cast of Modern Family coming in. You know, people like that. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then all of a sudden, Heidi and Seal walked in. And a hush came over the room. <laughs> wow. there, there was just so much reverence in that room of shallow, <laughs> right. of shallow TV people for the, like, unbelievable beauty of this pair. It was really, it was quite impressive to see how they could, like, bring a party to a standstill just by walking in. So... We may never see them together again.
0: I'm sorry to hear that. He's going to have to find a new woman to write love songs to. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yes. Uh, Well, I'm sure he has no shortage of volunteers. Uh, (laughs) Maybe that's the problem. We don't know. Uh, Anyway, so that's sad. another, you know, really, truly sad story is what continues to go on with the Costa Concordia, that Italian cruise ship. We Mm -hmm. talked about it on the show last weekend. Monica, remember we were discussing this and we couldn't believe it last weekend, right?
3: Right, and it's still on its side in the water.
1: I think it's going to be there for a long time. I mean, when you look at how hard it is that they haven't even found all the missing passengers yet, it's just so, it's so tragic. And then I saw something in the news today that they think there may have also been stowaways on board. So they don't really know how many people are missing because they don't really know how many people were actually on board the ship. I mean, stowaways. Yeah. Doesn't that seem kind of, I don't know, 18th century? Like it does. Like hitching a ride from Italy to wherever they were bound? I don't know. Okay. All right. I suppose in a boat that big, it's easy to hide. I, I, I don't know. I have maybe I guess
2: I yes, but I, who gets on to go? Get, okay, all right. Hey, I, hear, I know that's not the story, but it's just not a word you hear a lot. So no, away. I'm guessing that
1: a thousand and crew, maybe a couple of them brought friends along. Who were like, oh. that, that's what that was my guess. I don't know. I don't think it was people just sneaking on board the ship <laughs> for the free <laughs> ride. I think it was just sort of, uh, I'm guessing, total guess, unauthorized friends in crew cabins. Okay. All right, Liz. Thank you for
2: clarifying. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Well, my, um, I know that I, for those of you that follow Satellite Sisters on Twitter, where we are at Sat Sisters. I tweeted this out this week. There was a headline on the New York Post, who always seems to nail it with their headlines. you got to give them that. Uh, they had a picture of Captain Francesco Schettino, and the headline was Chicken of the Sea. And <laughs> because, again, you listen to that audio tape of the Italian Coast Guard yelling at the captain to get back on the ship. And
2: even if you don't speak Italian, you right. know, you
1: know what is going on.
2: That was the most incredible audio tape, the way they're just mocking, they're just yes. taking him apart, like mocking him. I, oh, it's dark. That's why you <laughs> got off the ship. Get back on the ship. <laughs> and then his excuse that he tripped and fell into the lifeboat. I. That's
3: the best ever. It the says best.
2: everything you need to know about The Italians, doesn't it? What is that? (laughs) But, but, okay, come on, Leon. Even the other Italians were outraged at the
1: lameness of that excuse, right? I mean, I was very happy for the Italians that the Coast Guard was so outraged in the moment, that they had proof that this was not regular operating procedure. Uh, but the whole thing, it just must be, if you're one of those families that was on board or one of the families where they're still looking, for a missing family member. And there's yeah. this sort of comedic side to the coverage and then just the pictures of the boat still laying there on its side. And then this was, okay, free marketing advice to the Costa Concordia cruise lines. <laughs> one, of, one of the things they did was they sent a letter to all the people on board offering them a 30% discount on future cruises. <gasps> oh. Now, oh my okay, come on, people. Yeah, are you kidding me? It should be at least fifty.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but a total refund of the
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yes, I, I think I mean, free... if you don't
3: finish the cruise. Yeah,
1: yeah, I th- free uh, cruise. So anyway, that that story is just going to go from bad to worse. You can tell a lot of details are going to come out about how poorly managed the ship was over time. It's so really, really sad. Anyway. That's, uh, I think we're going to see those pictures for months and months and months.
2: Hey, Monica, what's happening in the Northwest there with your weather? Well, I, I emailed you. I was concerned. The coverage was so over the top. Snow it, well, Of
3: course, it was. We had a huge storm. Uh, we had a huge storm in Seattle and uh, Portland. Now, we had sort of a snow event over Martin Luther King uh, weekend, which I enjoyed because I like snow. You know, we had snow flurries, but unfortunately in Portland, we didn't really get enough snow to cancel work, which is, was my goal. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that that would have been nice but on tv it looked like people were just well people out. that lived way up
3: in the the hills at higher elevations they got quite a bit of snow but of course because it's you know a weather event there was just round the clock storm tracker coverage <laughs> and i know it was much worse in seattle but i think you guys i mom called me yesterday i want to know two things was my roof leaking and did my fence fall down <laughs>
1: And and the answers were?
3: She a no, my roof is not leaking. And uh, for so, uh, some miracle, that fence is still standing. I mean, it's listing a lot, you know, in certain spots. And it's like leaning up against trees. No, we're just back to like... Really heavy, solid, miserable rain and 39 degrees. All
1: right, okay, just, just January in Portland, Oregon, the way it <laughs> ought
3: to be. January in Portland, but I do know that uh, the mountain Liz that we go skiing at and Lee and Mount Bachelor, mm-hmm. they had um, last week they received three feet of snow in 24 hours.
1: That is fantastic. Oh, that's great. Good. So just think Everybody out west needs it, so like that's three good.
3: feet. In a 24-hour period, so um, they just got a lot of snow in the mountains. But here, nope, rainy. I mean, thank goodness I bought myself a new pair of windshield wipers this year.
1: (laughs) You're just ready for anything. I
3: am. Got some galoshes and some new windshield wipers, so ready for the winter. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, you know, hey, speaking of galoshes, you guys, I read this study and I, I literally laughed out loud because I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect, All right. A recent study came out and I can predict which one of the satellite sisters will have the longest life, okay? I hope this isn't okay. too depressing, this study, but a recent study came out that the faster you walk, oh, no. the longer your life is going to be. So, of well- course, who's- Who's the fastest walker? Hands down, Julie
1: Dolan. Julie. Julie. Yes.
2: Julie. Yes. Julie's going to live to be like 120 based on the findings of this study because it says basically if you can make it to 75 and you're a fast walker, then it is clear sailing from there on.
3: (laughs) Oh, God. and Julie, I, I cannot keep up with her. I mean, I, I she she's frantic the way she yes. walks. And she wants to, like, get her exercise and just go out for a stroll at the same time. I mean, I am constantly saying, can we please just slow down? Can we please slow down? I mean, a couple of times she came to Portland when I had my dog. And she w- tried to walk Quinn, you know, who was like, Let's stop and smell the roses.
0: And she was like dragging Quinn around the block. She was I think you would be number two then. I think I have all the sisters, all the sisters watched the Globes. I watched
3: it from beginning to end. I loved it, Sheila. It was one of our like, you know, snow days. And so I was home. I was on call for work, so I couldn't go anywhere. I saw the whole dang thing, the red carpet, the after parties. Right.
0: Well, I think you were probably um, positively influenced by the fact that you had no work. I mean, it was not a good show, Monica.
3: (laughs) I I know, but I had nowhere else
0: to go. Okay, well, there you go. I thought it was um, the least fun
3: Golden Globes awards I've ever seen.
0: Really? I I don't know if it was the least fun. I would say just right off the bat, Liz, maybe you agree with me, that it was the most crass, kind of, sort of most pretentious, sort of inside jokey joke. Yeah, I
1: I guess. I mean, I like Ricky Gervais, so I was just kind of disappointed. If you're going to have Ricky Gervais, you might as well really go for it. And he didn't really go for it. So I feel like you did kind of get a little of this and a little of that, but nothing that was really fresh and new. And a couple of the people that got awards, like, I am sorry, giving Matt LeBlanc an award for playing Matt LeBlanc on a show that I actually think is funny, that show episodes, but that is just not right, you know? Yeah, I, it's
0: not right. I, I Yeah, and I, I don't know about, I mean, the shows, the movies, you know, I was more just disappointed with sort of the George Clooney walking out with a, a cane imitating Brad Pitt, and then making that really crass joke about Michael Fossbender's, um private parts. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. There were
3: a lot of private part jokes and yes. poop jokes.
0: Yes. yes. Yeah, it kind of brought go. it down. And
3: there were a lot of people that looked bored.
0: Yeah, that'll bring it down right away. Plus, Meryl Streep dropped the S-bomb. Oh, she I did? Mean, I
1: didn't hear that.
0: Oh, yeah. And I <laughs> so guess somebody some most- it so no
1: one heard it, but... Yeah,
0: okay. I mean, most disappointing of all, of course, was Mad Dog's speech Madonna oh. just giving sort of the height of pretentiousness speech. Yes. And
3: and She then, thought she was winning an award for the movie she made.
1: I know. She <laughs> just roadmap. how many times did she have to say my movie? My, my movie My film, I'm
3: so proud yes. of it. Film, it was like you won for the pop song he wrote. No. You know, <laughs> the pop song sure that she didn't did. even write it; someone else did. Right.
1: Okay, hang on, I'm going to try Leah now yeah. and see if she's if we can connect with her because I know she also had an opinion on the um, uh, the whole Elton John Madonna. <laughs> feud that appeared to start well okay. sheila i
3: still enjoyed looking uh, at. The, uh, uh, okay the all
1: story. right leon welcome back welcome back to the okay show. okay we we've moved on to the golden globes and we're just <laughs> sheila was just commenting on the pretentiousness of madonna's speech and uh, i thought we might want to bring you back in at this point
0: leon that was <laughs> that was truly horrible <laughs> well i mean well first of all she changed
2: her accent like three or four times in the middle <laughs> <She> of the <laughs> I was like, what country are you from? And then, secondly, this long winded story about, you know, how, oh, she was so busy directing her movie, she couldn't possibly write a song for her movie. But her agent told her she had to write a song for her movie that she was directing. I mean, honest to God, did you hear that song? It used yes. to take her like five minutes to write that song.
3: <laughs> right, and someone else wrote it, I think Yeah,
2: I mean, just, I mean, really And a movie no one saw and no right. one's going to see Or right. a song no one will ever hear again So, uh, it was awful <laughs> I was embarrassed for my girl, weren't you, Shiel?
0: I was embarrassed, and we had just pumped her up After finding out she was going to play the Super Bowl And do the <laughs> halftime show Yeah And, you know, we're the same age We're, we're good friends But <laughs> she, let, she let me down She right. let me down, leigh mm-hmm. Right And then
2: you know, and then the Elton Mad Dog fight after was awesome. Okay, now
1: explain to me what's going on with that because I saw you tweeting and Facebooking about that this week, Leon, at chaos Leon.
2: Well, Elton was really, you know, he was uh, quite quite emphatic on the red carpet that Madonna was not going to win, and then Madonna responded by saying, "Well, he has some issues with me." And then when she did win, Elton's hubby tweeted out all these terrible things like what a joke and he used a lot of language liz that i can't use here really and what i appreciate about elton and elton said mary j Bly should have won so you know elton wasn't saying he should have won he said mary j should have won so i hope they all get nominated for an oscar because it will be great to see them all again <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, it's true, and it, it's you can understand why they get mad because she's like, "Oh, I didn't want to write this five-minute song. Right? I was too busy, and yeah, that's, so busy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's really maddening. No, I just yeah. thought, you know, all in all, it was a rather crass, pretentious, you know, jokey, jokey. It's the first year I haven't watched it all the way through from beginning to end. Well, you know what?
3: I I enjoyed the French people. Yes.
0: Okay. um, (laughs) (laughs) and
3: And they were all good, all those French people, and the cast of Modern Family. Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay. That's why I hate to sound like Leon here. Leon, I could just let you say this, but that's what happens when you have a writer write your speech. And somebody, right. which obviously Steve Levitan had written out that whole speech, and he and Sophia Vergara had rehearsed it, and they nailed it
2: in the live telecast. Wouldn't you say, Leon? It was great. And everyone else is like thanking people no one's ever going to hear from again. I, I usually don't watch the Golden Globes at all, but I was sick on the couch, so I watched the whole thing. And yeah, I'll never watch again. So, (laughs) Oh, wow.
0: That's a strong statement, Land. All right. Well, I'm going to keep watching for you guys and, you know, year after year. But uh, this year, this year was, it was a rather, uh, rather, rather blue uh, golden globes, I would say. Okay.
1: All right. Moving on, Monica, you had some myth busting you wanted to do.
0: I do.
3: Um, So Sheila, I'm glad you're here. Uh, Liz, I'm glad you're here because I'm going to discuss makeup on the oh, show. Oh
0: bring it on.
3: And I don't usually discuss makeup, but I'm glad one of the other lab rats is here. So this week I read this story in the New York Times, and you know when I read a headline that says you can fall out of bed and look good. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: that was that was
3: the headline.
0: And and falling out of bed is, is, is what I do. I actually fall out of bed now. Okay. <laughs>
3: So Come you on. fall out of bed and look good. That is the headline. I think it was like the most emailed story of the week. So um, the the point of the story is that uh, the hottest new beauty trend of 2012 is imperfection. That's what the article says. Oh, so,
1: for God's sake! Okay, it's I, about damn time.
0: That's perfect. Are you kidding me? That's so terrible.
1: I, I've nailed imperfection.
3: So, um, it goes on to say the article, the new look for the year is effortless, minimalist, and just out of bed, according to leading hair and makeup artists. Okay. So, uh, the, the head of marketing for MAC Cosmetics said, you know, perfection got slightly boring.
0: Oh, that is so wrong. That's I a- do not agree with that. You do not. You do not? Okay. No. I do.
3: Did- and so so what I like is they go on to tell you how you are, are going to achieve this just falling out of bed and still looking good, right? Which is to make, let's get to the how of it, all right? So they say the must-have tools to achieve this imperfection is actually, it's a very recession-friendly idea. It's, <laughs> your, it's your fingertips. Oh, Really? Your fingertips? That's ridiculous. <laughs> well, it's not ridiculous for me because that's all I got. <laughs> okay. And I, I, I have bought the brushes. I have bought the sponges. I bought... You told me to buy the, like, foundation brush.
0: I but did, Monica. I just always go back to
3: to my fingers so i'm glad that i am on trend
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's because you haven't bought a, a proper brush since 1981
3: <laughs> i am on trend for 2012 it's just the look is using your fingers and just i guess smudging everything <laughs> oh
1: god <laughs> this is news th- honestly this is a trend
3: This was a major article in the New York Times. Uh, Smudging everything, which I'm very good at. That's Uh all I know how to do. And then the other thing I like about this article, they said one other thing about your hair. Of course, your hair is supposed to be clean when you get up in the morning. But they said it's just supposed to be casual and natural looking and like a bun you plop on your head as you wash your face in the morning. Now... Oh, I do no, that no. every morning. I've got something plopped on my head, all right, when I get in the shower. but You
0: cannot I'm not, go to work, work that way.
3: You cannot go to work with <laughs> a plopped-on bun. I agree, Sheila. I mean, there's got to be a little bit more effort to that. So, to that end, I mean, this I read this article, and I was glad about the natural look, but I needed to buy some new makeup. I'm going on a trip next week. I needed some new foundation, so I think you might be surprised to know, Sheila, that um, I, I I go to a social network makeup site.
0: What? I I belong. What to... has happened here? What's happening in Portland? I don't understand. Why didn't you go to just Nordstroms or something? Well,
3: I I love social networking. You know, I love social networking websites, and I love uh, websites that have reviews. So I have been visiting this site called Makeup Alley. All right?
0: Okay. -hmm. All right. Fair um, enough. So you're um, getting research. You're doing research. I'm doing
3: research. I'm a member of Makeup Alley. Um, I might suggest it to listeners. But you never
0: wear makeup. (laughs) Well...
3: I might, you know, <laughs> if Makeup valley. Now, now that it, now that
1: imperfection is in, this is Monica's opportunity to make an entry into the whole marketplace.
0: <laughs> okay, so what did you find? I mean, okay, so I
3: went. So I went to Makeup Alley. I needed a new foundation, and I went a hundred percent with their recommendations. And these are users. These are users that write in. It's and not I,
0: used. It's not used foundation, is it? I mean, do you like? swap makeup on this site no they, people don't swap makeup they just write reviews
3: but there's okay. a lot of them and it's international you know so i went with it's kind of old school but uh elizabeth arden who would have thought
1: uh i didn't I, even know they were still in business
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, you thought the red door had closed <laughs> yes forever
1: out. boarded up the red door years but, ago uh, I agree. When you think
3: Elizabeth Arden, what do you think of our mother? Eight-hour yes. cream, yes. whatever that stuff she used to wear, and Elizabeth Arden makeup. Well, they have this stuff called
0: which was basically A and D ointment.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, so they have this stuff called flawless finish mousse makeup. Oh, so it's a mousse and it's like in a little min- mini can, and you just you know it foams. Do you hear me shaking the mousse? Uh, uh- yeah, and then and it, apply
0: with your fingertips.
3: <laughs> apply with your fingertips, right, exactly. So I go, I, I'm, I have my recommendations for Makeup Valley. I buy the Elizabeth Arden uh, Flawless Finish Mousse Makeup. But of course, there is no Elizabeth Arden um, rep- sales representative at the store when I'm there. Um, so I pretty much just do it myself and it's completely the wrong color. But this other woman said you can return it if you want. But I don't, I've never returned makeup before. I didn't even think you could return makeup before. It just seems so personal. Okay.
0: Okay. Can I just say something? It's foundation, Monica. It's the most important shade you're going to put on your face. You need to get the proper shade.
3: I know that, Sheila. And here (laughs) I had like plunked down a lot of money for the wrong shade. So I did try it. So this week on Friday, I went back and uh, the saleswoman, I said, you know, I really need, I want to try this makeup. I read about it on Makeup Alley. She had never heard of that, but I suggested she um, join. Become become a member. Become a member for free. Um, And I said, but I need the right color. So she gave me an entire, like, makeover. And it was just the best thing because it was Friday afternoon. Oh, nice. 30 in the mall. There was a lot of... uh, I don't know serum she put on and lotions and things were going well. We had what we thought was the right color of the moose, and she look, she she takes a sponge and she is just she's just gobbing it on. She's just painting it on and a nut layer. Good. She, Good. she she's layering it, and of course she's saying the right things like, "Oh, this this covers your freckles," and it's like those aren't freckles; those are age
1: spots, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they learn to say that. It's they, you know makes people happier,
3: right? And so she she had a very soothing voice. Isn't this nice? But she put so much makeup on me, she, and then she did. She she sort of said, "Turn your head," and she goes, "Oh boy!" And she takes a Kleenex. And she just wipes all, it off with the Kleenex. Just didn't seem very professional. Anyways, we got the right layer of mousse. Uh-huh. Um, I'm I'm in I'm in for the moose and I'm going to report to buy blush. I mean anything to go with it? Just a foundation? Just a foundation. I have okay. a 10-year-old ten, ten blush. Don't worry about it. Oh, please, Monica, please update. Please update. Blush doesn't change. Uh, but she did that uh, she did, she had me quite dolled up there in the seat for uh a Friday night at 5:30. She said I was all ready to go out on the town. I was like, "Oh."
1: So, did you do that?
3: I went to Albertsons.
1: <laughs> oh, with went, a lot of moose. You know, the, and the lighting at Albertson's is so harsh. That would not be good with the new. I movie. know. I
3: went grocery shopping. I'm sure the, the checkout people were shocked when they saw me looking so, you know, flawlessly finished.
0: Well, flawless finish.
3: Flawless finish oh, as the makeup. Proud
0: of you, Monica. Good job. Good
3: job. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes.
1: So, so one item at a time. That's good. Well, I know Leanne wanted to give us an update uh, also on the personal care front on her recent root canal. So we're going to try dialing her one more time, sisters. Uh, so here we go. Let's see if this works. And because she was dying to let us know. Hang on. Hold on. Okay. Here we go. Come on, Leanne. You know, she she always tells us she has connectivity issues. Okay, Leanne, we're hey. back. We're back. <laughs> So, Monica will have to tell you all about her new makeup on her own time. So, we wrapped up that story, and just as a contrast, we wanted to hear, I know you've had like 10 root canals in the last 10 days. So I have. Um, yeah, I have.
2: Well, my, my last root canal experience really made me think of Sheila. So, just at least the post-root canal behavior. So, I had to go in yet for another root canal. Okay? It's my fourth in a year. Ooh. And- Four in Ooh. a year. I, that's I mean, that's so bad. bad. That's so and bad. So I've I've reached sort of the end of my dental limit. Like I'm not afraid of the dentist, but some of these are really bad long um, appointments, mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with the dentist per se. It has to do with me and my bad teeth. So I'm getting uh, I'm getting the root canal packed. There's two appointments. I've gotten the root canal taken care of, but now it's the long two-hour appointment where they pack the tooth with something. I have no idea what goes in there, but I know it takes forever. So clearly the pain medication is starting to wear off as the doctor is like finishing up. And honest to goodness, girls, it was The most painful, stressful dental experience I have ever had. Like just the nerves, the roots, unbelievable. Oh, where you just sweat through your clothes? Yes, I've done that. I was sweating. I was shaking. And finally, he stopped. He's like, I'm just going to have to give you more pain medication, even though we're like one minute from the end. And at that point, I was like sobbing in the chin. Okay. I was was crying because it was just everything about it. Like, I couldn't believe I was there again. I couldn't believe this. I couldn't believe that. So then I started to make the bargain with the devil. Like, if I can just get through this root canal and hold it together, I am going to get myself some frozen yogurt. Like, (laughs) That's That's <laughs> the only thing getting me through is I was like sweating and shaking and in pain when he stuck that giant needle in my mouth for the fourth time. He said, which is I love, he said, you must really have fast metabolism. You really metabolize that pain medication fast. And you know, ladies, that women in our 40s, we do have fast metabolism. Yes. I said, are you kidding me?
0: Shoot me up again, doctor. Come on.
2: I don't think it's the metabolism. Uh, so, and then finally, I wanted the Froyo, and I decided in the chair as I was crying and sweating that I was going to get myself a new pair of blue jeans. <laughs> If I can ever get out of that chair, that makes it, makes it all up. worthwhile. So, so I get out of the chair. I mean, I am so wobbly; I can barely walk to the car. I have to like sit and collect myself in the car just to drive the one point three miles oh. to Dolce Mango, the frozen yogurt place. <laughs> That's the first stop. Perhaps I have to get priorities, Leanne. I have to get money first because I'm out of cash, and then I go into adultery Mango. And, Sheila, this is when I became you because I was hangry, and I – is there another
0: word for, like, hungry and shaking or hungry and and stressed out? And when post – yeah, post-dental, when those meds wear off, you're in an altered state. I mean (laughs) – I and, had... and
1: you're potentially drooling,
2: which is always <laughs> nice. That's the thing, Liz. I was starving, but I couldn't actually, like, chew. <laughs> you know, my now I have fresh pain meds in me. <sighs> Sheila, I go tearing into that Dolce Mango. It is, like, <laughs> 1145, and there's a giant sign on the door that says... <laughs> Now new hours noon to ten. Oh no, Liam! Did but you... the doors open, so I'm in, and I it's dark, like they haven't turned crying. the lights on, and I just start screaming, "Are you open? <laughs> 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 you open!" And like the, the yogurt machines aren't even in place; they're clearly not open. And the poor teenage girl's like, "Oh, we're not open." I was like, "Oh!" And there's a door. So then. Thank God, I live in a town where there are a thousand frozen yogurt stores. Thank God, so then I get back in the car and I go tearing up the street to penguins. I was Did like, he tell you not to eat anything cold right after? Never. I, I had, I was the only way I could get through that appointment was to
0: promise myself froyo. So I like. Go to Penguins and I, oh, I secured the bright just, lights. Penguins is like an operating room. It's I like just, going from the dental chair to an operating room. I just secured the largest chocolate frozen yogurt <laughs> I could find.
2: And I just <laughs> sat in my car and I ate it. And then I was like, now I have to get the blue jeans. Like, I was, <laughs> couldn't even give myself
0: a break. I was like, I've got to get some blue jeans. You're right. <laughs> You're ready for the rehab. I mean, now you know what drug addicts feel like, Leah. That's so, like addict behavior. So I look
2: up from my penguins, and there is a TJ Maxx. And I'm like, perfect, because I want to spend like 19.99 on blue jeans. You know, I, I just I don't want good blue jeans. I just want blue jeans now. So I shove the rest of the penguins pro-yo in, and then I go tearing into TJ Maxx, and I'm just grabbing blue jeans off the rack and I show, show up in those horrible dressing rooms and I'm like I have four items and the woman the woman looks at me with this mix of like pity and concern on her face oh, she's concerned about me but she gives me the number four and I go into the dressing room and that's when I see myself for the first time <laughs> I am so pale. I look like you know Nicole Kidman. I mean, I'm so pale, and then of course one side of my face is swollen and gigantic. Okay, but the giant jaw on my left hand side is nicely offset by the matted hair on my right. White- because I've been in that dentist chair for three hours, like,
0: squirming and crying. And and my now, fair... you're, now you're jonesing for more men.
2: I'm like, oh, my God. No wonder she looked at me like that. And I am just, Jive's like, I have to get these blue jeans and get out of here. <laughs>
1: oh, God. It was oh.
2: like... Oh, I got welcome. the blue jeans, I found a 1999 <laughs> pair, I had to get home, I was like, what just happened? <laughs> what just happened?
0: That's bad, then welcome to my world.
2: I <laughs> know, oh, I thought this is what Sheila
0: goes through like twice a month, how does she do it? I know, well you know what, Leanne, I feel for you, I do, and I just I just want you to hang in there, I don't <laughs> i mean i know i know but i'm i'm actually i'm trying to get away from that in 2012 okay i'm I'm really i'm really making an effort to be more of a lady
1: (laughs) really where do you where do you start with something like that
0: okay well i just want to give you a quick update because um first of all i told you a few weeks ago that i went bird watching right (laughs) yes you
1: did yes you did and no we were shocked we were shocked no one
0: No one believed me. Okay, so you ready for number two? Yes. Number two in 2012. I actually played cards (laughs) with other adults. We're at a retirement home?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Where are you hanging out these days? Okay. What is next? Yahtzee? Bingo? (laughs) Bingo. I think bingo is next. Bingo! Church, I mean, church,
0: bingo! Go for it! All right, uh, you know I am really trying to elevate myself. I'm trying to again be be more civilized. I all I can see, you know, Julie Julie often refers to her husband as the international businessman. I just want to say that I've been spending time with a civilized gentleman. <laughs> uh-huh. it's, it's sort of a Pygmalion type story. <laughs> And, you know, all my good outfits, I've used all my top outfits. I mean, I'm now on, I have to, like, get all new clothes again because, I mean, when you play cards with other adults, you can't in your stretchy pants. (laughs) What
1: what is the appropriate wardrobe for that? I've never seen people actually doing that. I
0: actually wore a dress because I was so scared. I mean, I mean. (laughs) Gin, rummy with three other adults. I mean, what would you wear? I was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> what, were there other ladies in the group? Yes, there was another lady. In fact, I want to do a shout-out to my other lady, Kathleen, who is a Satellite Sisters fan. Oh, okay. And, and what, chaos... what, was, what was
1: Kathleen wearing?
0: Well, she was wearing blue jeans and a sweater. But oh. I, again, it was my first time actually playing cards since I was, what, nine years old?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that that was Go Fish. It's a whole different thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, we played War and Go Fish, and this was scoring points. I mean, Kathleen was very nice. Uh Uh-huh. And and, and so are the civilized gentlemen that we were playing with. But, I mean, we're talking about sitting at a separate table and playing cards, Monica. Yes, a card table.
2: (laughs) Oh that's why they have those why they ca- yeah it's a card table.
0: Did you like it? I did I, It was really actually a lot of fun. I well, mean people
3: love it people love playing cards yeah
0: it, it's it's you can be a little bit social but not too social um you know you're, you you have to count you have to <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think I had two things going for me I have I'm a really good shuffler so I can shuffle. Good. And I can I can deflect. I mean, I can you know, if if something, if I have a terrible hand, I can just say, oh, oh, oh you know. <laughs> oh, is that part of the game? There's bluffing involved in gin rummy. <laughs> well, I, I was bluffing my way through the whole thing. I, I was... <laughs> yeah,
1: bluffing your way through being civilized.
0: <laughs> Pretty much, so. That is. That's the biggest bluff of all. Were you promising yourself frozen yogurt if you got through the evening? I just I did, get through this night. You no, know, I was like, as soon as I get, <laughs> at least when I get out of here, I can get into my <laughs> stretchy pants <laughs> and eat frozen pizza. I mean, yeah. you know, and watch TV. I mean, this was engaging with other adults.
1: <laughs> that That is out of the ordinary for you on a weekend night. You
0: no, know, you know? I think I did really well. I mean, I, I think I did well. Um, and, uh, Kathleen was a delight. Uh, and, you know, what, what could be next for me? Any suggestions what I should take up next? Wow.
1: Bird watching, card playing. What was Shuffle could... board.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, Needle, point.
3: One... Needle point. Yeah, knitting, crocheting is good. <laughs> Watercolors.
2: Yeah. Water... <laughs> Watercolors.
0: Mm-hmm. Gardening. Um, Gardening. It's... Yeah.
2: Sheila,
3: it's good to, that you're finding new hobbies, you know. <laughs>
0: Well yes. I mean I'm. I am and um I mean they're not my hobbies but I, <laughs> I but, can, but you don't really have any hobbies, right? So you could try I on a few others. I don't have that many hobbies, so I can I can glom on but it's just it's a whole new world for me. Mm-hmm. I mean it really it really is uh it's it's a stretch. But <laughs> I, I think <laughs> I, I will keep you posted on all of it. Okay. All right. That's good.
1: Well, I know we're getting near the end of uh, this week's show. I just had to tell you guys, like, I I went through the most death-defying thing, maneuver yesterday of all. And I know you'll be able to understand how um, how stressful this would have been. I realized on Friday that this coming week, on Thursday, I'm leaving town on a business trip. I also realized on Friday, I looked at myself in the mirror, and you know how all of a sudden you realize you've gone by the date for your haircut? Yes, it happens
3: in one week's time. It just is
1: like all of a sudden you see, oh, my God, I have to get my haircut right now. So I called my normal place uh, Friday to get an appointment for Saturday, and no luck. Sunday, no. Monday, no. So I couldn't get any for either cut or color, and I desperately needed both. I could not get both of those. And so then I'm like, okay, now which one? Then I'm thinking, do I need to prioritize one? Maybe just the color is the way to go, and I can live with the haircut. Anyway, it was clear that I was not going to get into my normal place at all, no matter how I tried bargaining with the guy on the phone. And, you know, which makes you mad because, of course, you're a regular customer, but whatever. So, that, so now I have to test out a new hair cutter, which is stressful enough, and know that I'm leaving town to go to this big event with whatever the results are of the haircut. So I realized that my friend Catherine in New York had emailed me that the woman who had been cutting her hair for the past five years had just moved to Southern California. And not only only moved to Southern California, but was currently working at a salon in Santa Monica. Are you kidding me? This is incredible. This is incredible, Sheila. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to see if I can get in to see. Sadly, her name was Star. So that made me a little worried that I was, you know, that now I'm signing up for a hairstylist named Star. That Liz, I...
3: Star was the name of my, um, the, the makeup lady last <laughs> week.
1: You're kidding. No,
3: Star on Friday. Okay. Mm.
1: So I call Star's salon and yes, I can get an appointment to have my hair cut by Star. I'm like, okay, it's cut in color, single process color. And they're like, oh, Star doesn't do color. So, oh, so now I have to get someone else new to do my color. I, and I'm wondering if this is just like a bridge too far. I almost said, forget it. I can't have two, right. two, new two, people, unknowns. two unknowns here. It's just too much. I said, okay, well, who can do color on Saturday afternoon? And they said, Shin can do color. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So now, now I'm signed up with Star and Shin. And I'm like, what have I gotten myself into? This might be, and I know I'm leaving town to go to this big event in another part of the world that you just don't want to turn up with the disastrous hair thing. So this was really a death defying maneuver. I know you guys have all been in that situation where you just don't know if you should go. Would you have gone through with it if you were me? That's yeah. The, what Get yes. It's LA.
2: They're good colorists.
1: Yeah. What's the worst that could happen, right. right? But you remember there was one time where I did this right before the Satellite Sisters were being filmed for a TV and it was like a Good Morning America thing or something when our show was on on Saturday mornings uh, and I had my hair colored on Friday night and it came out like purple. Do you remember did, that? Okay. Yeah. 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 So nice. I still have that memory. In my, you know, like the purple hair incident is, is there. Anyway, it was a triumph. I just want to report. Wow. It It was, well, here's the thing. First of all, I realized the excellent thing about having a haircut that is basically just a pixie is that it's kind of hard to screw it up. You know, unless they go super duper duper short, which, you know, they could do, I suppose. But it is what it is a little, like a super short pixie haircut just there are instructions for that they it's not they don't really have to be that interpretive and it was more like a trim than it was a total restyle so the um, so the cut part of it went very swimmingly and then the color that's when shin entered the picture and she i liked her a lot it's her brand new salon in santa monica so oh. yeah so oh. the, so that was kind of fun. And then while I'm sitting there chatting with Shin, then I notice in the chair next to me there's some threading going on. Have you oh, ever, yeah. Have, have you ever had that done? Where to your eyebrows or yeah. your hair? <laughs> no, you're right. that's, that's, a, that's a fair question. Yes, yes, your
0: eyebrows. It's a way cuz um, I Cuz yeah, my... no, I've had it. I had it in New York. I yeah, it's it's fine. It's yeah. totally fine. It hurts a lot though. It doesn't hurt more than waxing. I oh, mean- I love wa- No, waxing doesn't hurt me at all. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just were about to say I love waxing.
2: <laughs> you stopped yourself, but I love waxing. <laughs>
1: Anyway, okay. anyway, Did so you have
2: the threading as well, Liz? so yeah, so I so I
1: was feeling so confident now. Oh, Liz, you're nuts! You're because, nuts! Yes, and it was fine. So I got the the triple play there in the new salon. I'm a like I'm a whole new customer now. I may never go back to my old place. And yeah. That's what happens. Yeah, that's what happens. If they're not if they're not going to accommodate you when you really really need them, you can just move on. Got so it? Um, yes. So it was. It was very successful all the way around, and I even took a picture of myself with Star and texted it to Catherine in New York <laughs> <laughs> while all of the fun was going on in the new Shin salon. So that so that she oh. could she could see that a good time was being had by all. Your because- old
0: ha- hairdresser is toast. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I never really liked that salon, even though I liked her. You know how that works sometimes? Yes. Anyway, I know we've spent a lot of time today on makeup and hair and teeth and things, but (laughs) it's just, I think it's a January kind of thing. Right,
0: and foundation. I mean, these are the foundations of our lives.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, let's not... I hope not.
1: (laughs) All right, well, that's pretty much it. That was... uh,
2: Hey, can I just remind people, if you are uh, a Chaos Chronicles listener, or even if you aren't and you would like to start listening to my podcast, uh, I have a new server, much like Satellite Sisters went through a couple weeks, months ago. So you have to go back into iTunes and resubscribe to the Chaos Chronicles. You're looking for the clean version. I know that sounds funny, because it's not like I did a nasty version before. Um, But just the old feed versus the new feed, you want to look... Up at uh, iTunes, Chaos Chronicles, clean version. Even, you know, if you have no intention of ever listening, just just subscribe. That would help me out. (laughs) Yes, and the same is true with Satellite
1: Sisters. We've also gotten some mail that people are having not that some of the new apps may not be really suiting their needs. So if you if you're having trouble with the iPhone app for any reason, the Stitcher Radio app, which you can also just download to your iPhone, is fantastic. And both Satellite Sisters and all of your shows, Lee and Chaos Chronicles are all on Stitcher Radio too, right?
2: Yes. So yeah. you can find us on Stitcher Radio as well. So I'm
1: enjoying Stitcher. If you have a, an Android phone, we have an Android app that you can either get in the Android App Store or the easier way is actually at Amazon in Amazon's Android App Store. So we have Satellite Sisters all over the place. And as Leanne reminded me the other day, we just have to start spreading the message more that podcasting is the future.
2: It is the future.
1: <laughs> it's, the future. it's the future. So <laughs> the, uh, if you believe that, you should subscribe to our show and, and and just spread the word and when we post the show every weekend when we finish putting the show online we always put it at our Facebook group which is the Satellite Sisters Facebook group and uh when we post it there if you want to repost it so that all of your friends can see it too that would also be really helpful to us uh because we're trying to get the word out there podcasting is the yeah, future, future.
2: <laughs> yeah you know now that Steve Jobs is gone anybody Liz can be the next voice of the future. I okay. mean there's no reason it can't be us, right?
1: <laughs> we're no gonna reason.
2: we're gonna give it a go. Yeah. There's just there yes, you're right. We should at futurists. least come. we're futurists now, Liz.
1: <laughs> Media futurists. All right, sisters, I hope everyone has a good week. I'm gonna be out of town next weekend, so you're on your own with the show. All right. <laughs>
2: Thanks, Liz. <laughs> Thanks, Liz. Uh, hey, I'll be
3: going to New Orleans next weekend.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah,
3: back to New Orleans. So Flawlessly (laughs) (laughs) finished.
0: Knock 'em dead, Monica. Okay. All right, we are the satellite sisters. Don't forget. Call your son.